Hello, and welcome to Market Week in Review for the week ending April 1st, 2022. I'm Greg Coffey, and today I'm joined by Director of Investment Strategy, Shay Shatria. Shay, it's good to see you. Good to see you, Greg. Well, there were a few events in the markets this week that I think our listeners would like to get your perspective on. First, an update on the ongoing conflict in Ukraine and the market's reaction. Secondly, some segments of the U.S. Treasury yield curve inverted this week, and what sort of signal might that be sending to investors? And lastly, what does the Chinese PMI data from March tell us about future growth expectations? But let's begin with the ongoing conflict in Ukraine. There was definitely some investor optimism at the beginning of the week around peace talks, but as investor confidence in the peace talk process seemed to dim as the week went on. What are your thoughts and further market implications of the ongoing conflict? Yeah, no, indeed. And, you know, the markets have clearly been ebbing and flowing with perceived directions of peace talk. And to your point, Greg, there was some optimism earlier in the week, but that did fade. The hope centered around a framework for de-escalation that could have involved Ukraine being more open to discussions related to territorial disputes concerning Crimea and the Donbass region, and potentially giving up its bid to join NATO in exchange for security guarantees. Meanwhile, Russia offered to reduce its military presence in and around Ukrainian cities, notably Kyiv, the capital. Russian negotiators had indicated these moves were proposed to build trust and create conditions for further negotiations. The hope was that an understanding could lead to an eventual meeting of the two presidents of the warring nations. However, as has been the case recently, brief periods of hope are quickly dashed with uh, reality on the ground. Uh, There wasn't much troop movement away from the cities, as Russia had indicated, and both sides seemed to disagree on how much progress was actually made at the peace talks themselves. Unfortunately, it's doubtful that we will see a quick resolution, but obviously this is something that we continue to monitor. Great. Thanks for those insights. And yes, let's hope they can find some sort of common ground soon. Shifting gears, there were some segments of the U.S. Treasury yield curve that inverted this week. Now, traditionally, a yield curve inversion has been viewed by investors as a potential recessionary signal. What are your thoughts about the curve inversion and what should investors monitor going forward? Yeah, clearly a lot of attention has been drawn to the yield curve. And, you know, under normal circumstances, the yield curve is upward sloping, meaning the yield on longer dated bonds is higher than that of shorter dated bonds. However, when the treasury yield curve starts to flatten or more alarming as it inverts, meaning that the longer dated bonds are yielding less than short term bonds, that's a worrying signal. Historically, a yield curve inversion precedes a recession. Though the lead times can vary from inversion to the actual onset of a recession, on average, historically, it's been somewhere between 12 to 18 months or so, depending on the curve being compared. The two prominent yield curves that market observers watch are the yield spread between the 10-year and the two-year yields, as well as the 10-year and the three-month yields, with both curves sending conflicting signals at the moment. This week's big news was that the 10-year, two-year yield curve briefly inverted. Now, although that inversion was short-lived, the spread is exceptionally narrow, only a few basis points as we record this, suggesting a slowing macroeconomic outlook. Conversely, the 10-year, three-month yield curve is still quite steep at around 180 basis points, indicating that for now, current financial conditions are still accommodative. The steepness of the 10-year, three-month yield curve is due mainly to the three-month yield closely tracking the Fed's Fed Fund's target rate, which is still relatively low. However, as Olga Bezrikov discussed last week, the Fed has turned undeniably hawkish due to the strong growth and super hot inflation. Therefore, as the Fed raises its target rate, the 10-year three-month yield curve should also start to narrow. 
Now, we do take the signals from the yield curve seriously. While the brief inversion is noteworthy, the magnitude and persistence of the inversion are of most importance. And much of that ultimately will depend on the extent and pace of Fed rate hikes. Great. Well, last question for you. China's March PMI figures showed contraction for the first time since 2020. What are your thoughts about the impact to future growth expectations, especially given some renewed COVID restrictions in several key Chinese cities? Well, that's it, Greg. You know, China's zero tolerance policy towards COVID is now showing more concrete signs of weighing on business sentiment. The official manufacturing and non-manufacturing PMI indices slipped into contraction territory for March. Keep in mind, reading above 50 equates to expansion, while anything below 50 indicates contraction. The manufacturing PMI declined to 49.5 from 50.2, while the non-manufacturing PMI dropped to 48.4 from 51.6. Businesses are indicating that ongoing lockdowns are disrupting production, as well as uh, contributing to labor issues. Complicating matters further, this week, the city of Shanghai, a large population center and an important financial hub, went into a two-phase lockdown, which suggests um, that April PMIs could also be potentially soft. The weakening growth outlook means that the government will need to announce more definitive policy measures to support the economy if it was to achieve its previously reported 5.5% targeted growth rate for this year. That's obviously going to be a watch point going forward. Well, thank you for those insights. That's all we have time for today. Thank you, Shay. And to all of our listeners, thanks for watching and enjoy the weekend.